0: Hey everybody, this episode of Clinic Gym Radio is brought to you by our new communication system, Clinic Gym Connect. Now, I said communication system. It's also a marketing system. It's also a customer service system and it's also a follow-up system. It's all of those things because it is a communication system and you can't provide great service, great care, or great marketing without great communication. So the secret here is that we want you to use text message-based communication. It's what people do today. If you're just emailing your patients, if you're adding them to email lists through MailChimp and Gmail and all that, man, I just think you're going to struggle to grow. But we have some solutions built into our system that will help you grow and make this year the best year you've ever had in clinic and hopefully in your gym. So check out clinicgymconnect.com. Again, that's clinicgymconnect.com. Hey, welcome to Clinic Gym Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Josh Satterley, and I have spent the last 12 years trying to find the perfect model of Musculoskeletal Healthcare, and I think i found it. I think it's combining chiropractic care with excellent rehab skills and then transitioning those patients into an exercise program at a gym where there's great communication between you and the people running the gym. We call that the clinic-gym hybrid model, and over the last two years, we've really been trying to perfect it with the goal of having 100 clinic-gym hybrid facilities opening up here in the U.S. I'm Dr. Josh Satterley, and welcome to Clinic Gym Radio. Hey everybody, welcome to another exciting episode of Clinical Radio. I am your host, Dr. Josh Satterley, and today it is my pleasure to be joined by Dr. Allison Evans. Allison, how are you?
1: I am great. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah, well, this is actually the second time I think we've had you on the podcast. And uh, the first time you were working for Rock Tape as the Director of Education, putting together all their nationwide model of how to educate people and etc., and yep. now you've decided to uh, kind of go a different direction after Rock Tape um, was, what do, what do you call that, has joined with the Borg. They were bought out by a large company and... <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Corporatized. Yeah. Corporatized? Is Corporatized, that a word? Yes. Corporatized, yeah. Rock Tape got Yeah, out. there's that,
0: that guy showed up to your house uh, with yeah. Lumberg in an uh, office space and he's like, Allison, needs need you to come in Saturday and Sunday. Mm, right. That'd be great. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm all. I tell people, I'm like, you know, rock tape, rock tape didn't work so well in a in a suit and tie. <laughs> Let's put it yeah. that way.
0: Yeah, yeah. But so. I I don't want to take anything away from like talk about a you you guys put together amazing education with uh, Capo and and um, yeah. You certainly did a fantastic job of developing that tribe. You know, i mean, it was think I think it's one of the few products in chiropractic and in uh, kind of. Uh, the functional fitness crowd that you, there were so many selections out there, K tape, KT tape, yes. off brands, knockoffs, big five was selling it. And you guys uh, had the brand loyalty uh, more than anybody I've ever seen. So congrats, congratulations to you guys.
1: Yeah. I think, I mean, most people know this when they really sit down and think about it, that nobody bought rock tape because it was a great tape. You know, um, at the end of the day, it had a lot to do with the education that we delivered and the community that we built. Mm. Um, I mean, w- there's many people who could go learn how to make great tape. You know, mm. it's always, I think that, um, in this day and age in the information age that we're in, everybody can go make really great products. But I think that a brand and why people want to be affiliated with it has so much more, you know, um yeah. to do with the intangibles than people realize, so yes, yeah. we made great tape at rock tape, but we also you know we did about a thousand courses a year prior to covid and right. uh and just built those relationships uh in a room with people educating them,
0: yeah, That's it's like of, uh, I mean you know this, <laughs> I always talk about Disney like they're not in the roller coaster business, although they have nope. roller coasters they're they're in they're not. Else. Yeah. They're in the
1: um, experience business. Yeah. They sell in experience for sure. Right. Um, well, let's and, tell, you know.
0: tell my listeners about what your new project, your new passion, your new, uh, the thing that's keeping you up nights and weekends and you're working hard yeah. on uh, weekends and holidays and everything to, to push forward. And then yeah. I want to dive into it.
1: Yeah. So I, um, you know, for the past couple of years after Rock Tape sold, I knew that I would only be um, with the company that bought rock tape for a couple of years. And so i it's it's interesting. I mean, I knew I had an opportunity to go learn about another industry um while still doing, you know, my job. I mean, I feel like everyone has a lot of hours in the day when we when we want them. And then when we don't want them, there's no hours in the day. So I spent a good, better part of a year learning mainly about the CBD industry. And I think for me, the thing that I love about healthcare, and it's the thing that I loved about Rock Tape too, is I love when there is something that people are excited about that lacks education and that the industry itself is a little wild. Um, because I feel like coming into those industries and disrupting um, on good quality content a very high quality product, and then often disrupting on a price point. Um, A lot of the times in the chiropractic industry, especially the price points aren't right and people don't realize it, you know? And I think that at this day and age, the consumer really dictates what something should be priced and whether or not they're going to buy it. And the CBD industry to me was sort of wrought with um, confusing message for consumers and healthcare providers, and then also wrought with, sort of like this wild, wild west um, in the quality of products being made. And why do I see CBD at the gas station? And it's in my grocery store. Like what the hell is going on is essentially, to me, it it checked all the boxes for me. And so I started learning about all the things that were going right in the CBD industry and what was going wrong. And I think for me, the basis of our new company, which is called Fringe, is that... Um, CBD or the hemp plant or plants in general was a very easy way to slot into an overarching belief that I've had and has been getting stronger over the years, which is like, man, we'd all be feeling so much better if we went and spent a lot more time doing the very things that we know make us feel good, and we don't need a prescription for them. We don't actually need anybody but ourselves to tell us that we feel good when we're outdoors, we feel good when we move, we feel good when we pay attention to our sleep. We feel good when we eat, you know really well. And for me, plants and plant-based medicine um, became kind of the first focus uh, for fringe. So that's, um, if you go to our website and you look, you'll see that this general information that says, you know, this for us is often called alternative medicine, which I've always taken such a big like beef with, you know, I'm like alternative to what? Being super sick, you know? And so I consider it like um, original medicine or essential medicine or traditional medicine. and. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely sort of really energized by the thought that we can go bring, you know, education and products centered around some really yeah. basic
0: yeah. Um, concepts. It, it was yeah. interesting for me because, you know, I always thought of CBD as kind of a, ironically, fringe supplement. And the yeah. thing that really shook my kind of snow globe of perception was when the PGA tour listed it as, um, what do they call it? Acceptable use. I can't remember what they, they have a list of like banned things and then they have a list of, uh, of accepted things. And then in the middle, there's a lot of gray area and nobody really knew much about CBD, but then they put it on their accepted list. Yeah. And that, you know, typically the PGA tour is a pretty, there's a lot of player influence, but it's, pretty stodgy organization. Yep. I was like, wow. So they're looking at it as a, you know, as a, uh, acceptable or a record, almost a recommended kind of, um, supplement and whatnot. I was like, huh, the world's changing. Like I've, I've had my feet dug into the sand, but the world's changing. So that kind of sent me yeah. that. But the, the other problem is like, it is, the Wild Wild West. So you do get, you know, as oh. I think any chiropractor with a license, you've probably been hit up by seventeen different CBD oh. companies, right?
1: A hundred percent, yeah. And, and some of
0: them are, as as my friend said, some of them are marketing companies that happen to sell CBD. Like there are marketing companies that happen to sell orthotics, or marketing yes. companies that happen to sell other things. Um, yeah. Uh, but this, you know, I've always respected your acumen and whatnot, and I think we have similar practice styles. So. What I'd love to do on this episode too is really help people understand. Like, let's, let's step back and look at the big picture and then hopefully they'll go to your website, which is joinfringe.com. Um, yep. um, but I think we're always scared of things we don't understand, right? In, a, in every sense. Absolutely. Taxes and and yes. investments. Well, we're like still that. scared
1: of those. We're never going to understand those, but
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. When the tax um, code has like 48,000 pages. like, Good yeah. luck understanding it. But from a high level, let's just start with this. What? Like what is CBD and what is it not? I think that's one yeah. important thing to understand.
1: Super um super great place to start. So CBD is a chemical compound that is found in the cannabis sativa sativa plant and the cannabis sativa plant um has a variety of chemical compound makeup. So mm. the terminology alone in the CBD industry is super confusing for a consumer. It's super confusing for a doc trying to navigate it. The family of the plants is called cannabis sativa. Depending on its chemical makeup, it di- dictates how it can be used in this country medicinally. So if it is hemp, which is a form of cannabis sativa, it is less than 0.3%. THC, it is federally legal. It mainly produces CBD um, and other minor cannabinoids for, I guess you could say, um, therapeutic so use. So hemp right if, now is legal.
0: <laughs> let me see if this analogy works. Yes, the THC everyone knows is the hallucinogenic part or yep. the the drug part. Essentially, what hemp is is if you if you took an orange tree, an orange juice is the hallucinogenic part. What you're saying is take the branches and even the leaves and wring them out. You're not going to get more than 0.03% orange juice. You're just not. Now you're going to get some other cool things that come along with it that live in both the juice and in the, the, the branches, but we're not going to get orange juice. So let's just like that. It's not the only plant in the world where we're talking about this, right? No, this is
1: so, this is honestly so common. And so, Yeah, what we consider marijuana or cannabis or all the other, you know, essentially slang or recreational terms for it, that Mm -hmm. is a form of the cannabis sativa plant that does have higher THC contents that is hallucinogenic. We're not in the recreational cannabis space at all. We are Mm -hmm. strictly focused on the therapeutic aspects of the hemp plant, and it is... It's really fascinating. I mean, we, you know, we put together a six-hour course on cannabinoid science. When we finished, I was like, "Oh, well, this needs to be like twenty-five hours," you know, (laughs) because it would be literally like me saying to you today, "Dr. Satterley, we just discovered the nervous system. We've just discovered that the body has a nervous system because essentially what happened in the '90s, which is like yesterday in medicine." Scientists discovered that our bodies have this endocannabinoid system, which means we have circulating cannabinoids in our body that, that we make and we make them on demand and they essentially regulate every physiological and psychological system in our body. It, they're considered like the master modulator or regulator in our body. So circulatory, immune, endocrine, you know, um, all of
0: them. Um, So this would be like when we, uh, similar to like sterols, like there are plant sterols and there are cholesterol, cholesterols, cholesterol, and that those play a role in lymphatic system and hormones and protein, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's a classification or chemical classification that we're recognizing, Hey, this base unit exists in a lot of different products.
1: Yeah. And it's just so vast and it's so complex that it's kind of overwhelming to just be learning we have it, let alone learning how it interacts. They call it, um, they say that um, CBD, there's a, a paper that was published that says CBD has a promiscuous pharmacology, meaning it has 65 molecular targets within our body. It's not just this endocannabinoid system—it interacts with, you know, serotonin pathways, enzymes, um, all sorts of different receptors in our body. And so, I think for me, we are literally scratching the surface of understanding it. And so, when I talk about checking boxes for Allison and knowing that educating is something that I just love, creating a company around, and the fact that here we are in this industry that so lax education. Healthcare providers don't have the right education. Consumers don't have the right education. And, and every year we get to basically go replace the very course that we made because we learned so much more. Um, I just think that to me is like, oh, this is an exciting industry to be a part of. So yeah, to summarize, CBD this is, is like one a,
0: compound. Are you, are you a Friends fan? Do you ever watch Friends? Um, I watched
1: it when it existed.
0: Yeah, like well, back
1: in the day. Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's digitized baby, it still exists now. Yeah, <laughs> there's a scene where Phoebe, who you know is not the brightest candle on the show, and Ross, who's kind of the the nerd, uh, he says something about science, and she says, "Well, like back in the day, didn't you think that the cell was the smartest or the smallest thing in the human body?" And he said, "Yeah." And then what happened after that? When we decided... we we found the nucleus. Yeah. And then you thought that was the smallest thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then what happened? Well, then we looked inside the nucleus and found all the, you know, parts and pieces that are in the nucleus. Right. And so do you think maybe like you could go deeper into those parts and pieces? And he's like, so angry with her for this great analogy about, yeah, that's the scientific process, right? As soon as you understand, I mean, half of the deal, like I I, I met you first in SFMA seminar. And the thing with the SFMA that really struck me is, let's just start with an organizational structure and we'll plug it in in later. But if we don't have organizational structure, all this seems overwhelming. Yeah. So, so the organizational structure is that we know that it's essentially a Lego that fits with multiple other Legos in the body, right?
1: Absolutely. That's a great analogy. Yep.
0: And so then from again, staying high level and let's use as much language as we can that people already are familiar with. But if we're at that high level, what is the most likely purpose for CBD in the human body. So is it, for example, anti-inflammatory? Is it a, a great catalyst for protein update, uh, uptake? Is it a fantastic um, uh, pH balancer? You know, like using those kind of la- those common words, and I don't know yeah. anything about this. So I'm truly yeah. asking, like, what is, what is its role in the body the most?
1: Um, the word is homeostasis, which I've started to recognize is more of a word called stasis, which we started out trying to begin our education saying, oh, well, I guess CBD comes in and whatever system in your body is the most out of balance, CBD comes in and tries to balance it. And then I quickly aborted the word balance because I was like, that's not really true. You know, a balance is a static state and that is like the exact opposite of what our circulating cannabinoids do. And when we eat them from a plant, like a phytocannabinoid, like CBD, they're not promoting a static state. They're promoting stasis or homeostasis within our body. For us, the most common things that you and I and everyone else would talk about would be anti-inflammatory 100% um so helping with pain um sleep is a massive uh target for CBD in our circadian rhythms and then um you know we say mental health but we mainly talk about mood um stabilization when it comes to CBD coming in, and that has a lot to do with serotonin pathway interaction. So the word is homeostasis, which is kind of boring, and it actually should be boring because the crazy thing about people taking CBD is it's not like you should feel like you want to go climb a mountain. You should, um, I don't want to say not feel anything, but instead of feeling anxious, you you feel not anxious, you know, instead of feeling pain, you feel less pain, um, to essentially help with sleep. It's regulating a rhythm that is very natural for us to go through.
0: We may think of it and use it as, and this is, um, I hope this is not offensive to my, my friends listening, but medical doctors oftentimes will get in a situation where If they don't know what to do, give it steroids. Just give it steroids because it'll knock down inflammation. It works, you know, when, uh, like, COVID's out of control, just give them steroids. If, you know, if there's swelling, just give them steroids. And, like, I worked for a veterinarian in high high school, and she said, no dog should ever die without the benefit of massive doses of steroids. And Yeah, uh, Yeah, you've probably offended somebody. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's a but yeah. it's a, it's kind of treated like a fix all. Like if you don't know what else to do, hit it with steroids and at least it may offer us some window. Now yeah. that is a you're saying it returns to homeostasis. That's the opposite effect. Steroids are the opposite yeah. effect. They shift aggressively shift the balance on on purpose, but you know, yeah. it does give us a window.
1: Yeah, and so, this, so yeah, this would be more, you know, it's funny because I literally think I been asked a couple of times, like if you had a crystal ball and could figure out like, what do we say about CBD five or 10 years from now? I mean, science moves very slowly. And so I think it's more 10 years from now. I think we'll talk about it. Like we talk about vitamin D and, Mm. you know, certain essential nutrient levels in our body. I think we will monitor Endocannabinoid levels, they have big names, but one is AEA and two AG. And I think we will now know mm-hmm. that our circulating level of cannabinoids in our body has a lot to do with us feeling well. And you don't need to take CBD to elevate those levels. You need to move, you need to eat well, you need to practice breathing and meditation and yoga. You don't need to supplement with CBD or phytocannabinoids but, and there's a big, but the things that decrease those levels in our body are chronic stress, poor diets, poor sleeping behavior. And we are not doing well as a collective in those arenas. So if I were to take a crystal ball 10 years from now, people will supplement with CBD as something to almost like they do vitamin D and other nutrients in which you don't need to supplement with vitamin D if you're eating what you need to eat and getting enough time outdoors. But we do supplement with vitamin D because of the world. Modern lifestyle. Yeah. The modern lifestyle. Yeah. uh,
0: Let's, how do you, you know, um, I recently had a patient that was all scared about her bone health and she's like, oh yeah, osteoporosis, it's set in. And you know, they have me on a calcium supplement. I'm like, okay. And it's like, well, calcium supplement is only part of it. Did you also have Vitamin D, no, okay. Are you getting natural vitamin D? So, right. what you're saying is bone health is from weight bearing exercise and the right chemical makeup, being vitamin D and, and calcium, and among others. Like, let's not think that the body's that simple, but um, yeah. and so if we were out there uh, hunting and gathering all day long, every day of our lives, we yeah. wouldn't worry about our bone health, but because we are sitting inside mm-hmm. watching Netflix. And drinking ice cold water that's from a, a tap four feet away yep. from our, our couch, yep. we um we do need it because that's just yep. kind of the yeah I mean
1: that's what's that's a, you know it's interesting what you said earlier that really resonates with me that the plant kingdom and the animal kingdom have always existed together and so you can always bring over so many correlations between the plant kingdom and our own bodies. And, um, you're right. I mean, there's, I mean, we're not going to go back to hunting and gathering. I mean, that is not happening. You know, there's a modern no. lifestyle that does exist. And, and I just think it is, um, we analyzed stuff so much, you know, instead of, yeah. um, just paying a lot of attention to what feels good. I think the interesting thing about the CBD industry is it is heavily Marketed right now and not heavily educated, and so when you're getting really honest about it, it's sounds like the tape,
0: the tape industry a couple years ago, Allison.
1: I know, right? But it's it's very true. I mean, this is what we did with the tape education. I was like, well, none of that's true. So why don't we go teach taping education and not have all the answers to everything, and basically say this is what we know it's doing, and so no, we don't have 800 rules about taping education, because this is what we know. Well, in the CBD industry right now, marketing has led education. And so doctors and medical practitioners are receiving education from marketing departments at CBD companies. When you dive into the science of it all and you start answering things honestly, a lot of the times you say, we don't know. And a lot of the times you're speculating, preclinical data with um, what people are seeing in their clinics and what patients are experiencing. But the interesting thing about CBD right now, if you're being honest about it, is that it can help with a tremendous amount of things, which is sounds like a panacea and sounds too good to be true. And then you dive into the science of it all and you go, you know what, your experience with CBD is going to be probably very different than my experience with CBD. And that's because of the actual system that we are talking about and how CBD works. And so I can't come to you and say, even with our products, I can't say you need 15 milligrams of a full spectrum CBD product, you know, taken at 9.00 AM for this. And then you need to take it at 6.00 PM for this, the, the, not attractive thing about the CBD industry right now is that those answers don't exist, and they probably, in the direction that it is going, won't exist. Um, and so, people are going to have to learn. Like, if I'm on vacation this week, I probably don't need to take a ton of CBD. You know, I'm I'm outdoors a lot. I'm relaxing. I'm um, maybe I'm you know doing a lot more movement than I would normally do. My natural levels are really elevated and I'm doing great. Or maybe not. Maybe I'm with my three kids and it's not nearly as relaxing as I thought it was going to be. And now I'm doubling up my CBD because my stress levels are higher than you know what I thought they were going to be. And, and it's different day to day and week to week. But I think the amazing part about it is when people take it, it, we're going to try to to force people to pay more attention to what they're buying, what they're paying for, how it's working and asking these types of questions. And so I'm
0: going back to my orange it, juice analogy. Yes. Sunny D is the most marketed citrus drink in the in the world and yeah. it, I don't know if you've ever tried Sunny Delight. It is horrible. I mean, I want a class action lawsuit on the the fact they are using the word delight. Like, this is absolutely horrendous. Yeah, it's
1: probably like 100 grams of sugar. Yeah. Yeah, but if you Um, look at like the
0: highest quality orange juice, like, it's not huge, it's hard to find, it, you know, has a shelf life, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And you're dealing in a natural product that also has some of those limitations. Huge. Yeah. And uh, which also means like, anybody that's willing to sell you a vat of this stuff for (laughs) five bucks you can figure out real quick, there's there's no way it's possible that this is any good, right?
1: Yes. And so now, probably one of the most complex conversations about the CBD industry is that it is not regulated. And I don't think people even know what that means because mm-hmm. I think we assume that if we go to the grocery store and something is on a shelf, that someone out there has done some sort of work to make sure that what we're buying is safe for mm-hmm. us. And that is not true in the CBD industry today. The good news is it will be soon. Um, oh, so yeah. the industry Enough people will be will regulated. Die or get injured
0: that it'll become regulated.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, or I mean, honestly, it's a money issue. You know, it'll become mm. regulated by the FDA, which is great. Actually, they anticipate, you know, people who study the cannabis industry, 80% of the CBD products that are in the market right now, would mm-hmm. not pass the first round of fDA regulation uh, mm-hmm. because of where they manufacture and what they test for, yeah. so once this industry is regulated, you'll have some of the wild wild West go away, yeah. but it still you know requires people to put the proper time and effort and money into making a product that'll sort of you know so I love it I mean I love being in an industry that is crazy right now, um, wrought with problems. And yeah. to me, that's just like slow and steady wins the race. We come in, we be focused on education and making really good quality products and testing. And we look to find our own answers for our own products. We invest in research and science. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, the more answers that we can provide, the better this industry is overall. Okay. So yeah, so it's, it's a odd, it's an odd place. Let's right get into
0: some serious uh, application here because yeah. I think we only have about 15 minutes left here, but so you're a chiropractor, I'm a chiropractor. And, and let's say that, yeah. you know, somebody comes in and they just have chronic back pain, they're getting it treated, you know, and you do your, adjusting you do your normal things you would do of course in your case apply tape like yeah <laughs> uh, all those things but what role in that or where would you plug in CBD or a supplement and then I know that you were nice enough to um, send out a sample pack and it had like lotion and a, a the powders powder yep. like a protein powder so a, a drinkable powder of it yeah um, when and where do you use each of those
1: Right, so very important. So the powder um, so a CBD oral ingested supplement would be used in that low back case for systemic inflammation, right? I, it's really important because this is the worst part. right now in the CBD industry, people are telling people that CBD lotion, you know, can be used to help you sleep or help your stress or anxiety. CBD lotion interacts with your dermal endocannabinoid system. That's a huge amount of words, but we have essentially receptors in our skin, kind of like we have mechanoreceptors in our skin that actually respond and um, interact with the CBD in the lotion. So a topical CBD is only for localized pain. It essentially, if it's concentrated enough and a good enough um, quality lotion that if you apply it topically, it would be like applying any other topical pain cream within 10, 15, 20 minutes you should be able to say this, this helped. If it didn't help, then go buy a lotion that has, you know, a menthol in it or a caps and some sort of heating or cooling agent that can essentially, you know, mm-hmm. work on the pain that way. So the CBD lotion topically is used for localized, you know, joint pain, muscle pain. It's also super good for skin conditions, which is just a random side note, um, for CBD. The oral ingestion of it. So if that's a hot low back patient for me, I'm definitely asking about how they're sleeping, which is probably not great. And interestingly, I'm probably intervening with CBD before they go to bed. Um, so I'm helping them have a restful or- night's sleep. You're saying? Yeah, orally. Yeah. Okay. So they're taking CBD before they go to bed, which can help with the systemic inflammation, but also help with balancing um, circadian rhythms and helping for a more restful sleep. So the big thing with taking CBD orally is being able to answer questions for patients about when should I feel it working? How do I know that it's working? Is this something I'm just taking because you told me to take it? And the answer is no. So this is not like I don't take vitamin D and then I'm like, oh, I feel so good taking this vitamin D. That is not what goes down. CBD is something that people should experience a difference. Um, it might not be immediate. It might mm-hmm. be something for that person that takes a week or two for them to feel less pain, be sleeping better, you know, help their mood. But we the reason we made a wat- the powder, which is a water soluble. CBD has to do with the fact that we can provide better answers to those questions. So the oils that patients and consumers take right now in the industry, they can take anywhere from um, two to six hours to be at peak blood concentration. So if I take an oil before bed to sleep and it kicks in six hours later, that didn't help me. Um, I'm waking up probably feeling pretty groggy. the oils that patients take also, it's estimated that we absorb about 6% of that oil into single our digits, six, single digits, 6%. Yeah. Um, so
0: this sucks. We digit- just bought some CBD from our dog. Cause she's been very anxious yes. and that was recommended by our trainer and it's yeah. the, uh, oil oil. Yeah. And now I'm thinking you can it.
1: put the, you can put the fringe powder on your dog's food. I do it for mine. All right. So, and so what all we, all we did is spend a year with a group of food scientists answering a couple questions. How do you make CBD be um, more enjoyable to take? And how do you improve the value so people are getting more of what they pay for? And that's not what we did. We're the medical group side of this. The food scientists that we partnered with basically make CBD into a water-soluble emulsion, which is a big word. All they do is they take the oil, they make it into tiny little droplets and they surround the droplet with a carbohydrate. So when we present it into our digestive system, we can essentially disperse the oil particles and absorb them. So it it accomplishes a few things for that low back patient. I can give them the powder and I can say in 10 to 15 minutes, this starts to show up in your blood. It peaks in your blood in one to two hours and it's out of your system in four to six hours. So I now have answers for what we're making which is a water soluble CBD, I can say to them, if you're going to take it for sleep, take it 30 minutes before you go to bed, because we know you're going to hit peak concentration starting about an hour after you take it. Um, so our, you know, my focus is not on, I think people taking an oil is still better than people not, um, looking to CBD to help with pain and sleep and anxiety and, and stress. But for us, we wanted to spend the extra time and money to make those questions go away. I personally hate taking CBD oil. So the fact that we made a tasteless, odorless powder is important for me because I do not do well sort of eating something that's supposed to taste like peaches and it just
0: tastes like pine needles and peaches. So that's is, a... <laughs> I still ask your food scientist buddies, like, what's up with watermelon? I mean everything's right. labeled like water. I've never tasted anything oh. that's anywhere near watermelon but no. so many things are labeled that uh it it's funny I just yeah. that one just drives me nuts
1: it drives oh. me nuts so so for us we truly made a tasteless odorless powder but to me that's a peak um benefit of just having a good experience mm-hmm. we also are able to answer when is it in your blood when does it reach peak concentrations when is it out of your blood so if i'm taking it for pain mm-hmm. i now can correlated a little bit to like how I would take an Advil or something like that. I have answers, you know, to, to how I feel. The thing we don't have answers for is dosage, you know, 15 milligrams for me of our product might be great for me, um, in the day for like helping with pain and mood, 15 milligrams for you, even though you weigh more than me, might be perfect for you to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. It's, Dosage is very personal. They think CBD is something called biphasic, meaning in lower doses it um, elevates or helps you focus. In higher doses, it's sedative. But there's no consistency in the dosing conversation, Um, especially between like our product, which would be like taking four times the amount of oil. Mm -hmm. That that's a very different conversation. So me selling you 30 milligrams of CBD and you taking 30 milligrams of an oil are mm. really two different experiences in your body. So yeah, it's complex. Um, my job is to keep our blinders on for us and for us to focus on us doing a great job and learning mm. a lot about what we're making and being willing to ask a lot of questions and not making up answers when we don't have them.
0: So well, there good. you not go. Just yeah. Yeah, jumping into it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, once again, can you share the website if people are interested in this and
1: yeah, joinfringe.com. There's tons of education. There's an obnoxious amount of blogs yeah. that we've written. Our, One thing about um,
0: Allison for my listeners is she cannot help, but educate everybody about whatever the heck she's into. No. No. So even if you're like, Hey, uh, my cousin sells CBD, but he just can't explain it to me. I will say that Allison, I guarantee you go to that site. You're going to understand the item better. And then you can yep. decide who you want to buy from, which really you totally. should obviously buy from Allison, but she's not going to make any claims that she can't back up either. That's one of the reasons I, I you know, love no. uh, having you on here. And it was the same with tape, right? Like uh, there was a totally. point where people were making promises or I had expectations of tape. And it's like, you know, what you're talking about is, um, uh, you want the benefits of that stuff that's inside Wolverine. What is it called? Adamantium yeah. or something? You yeah. Yes. Yeah,
1: right. Yes. Yeah.
0: All we have here is tape. So just calm yeah. down a little bit,
1: but I know. And I think the thing about education and you probably believe this too, like, Anybody could have taken a tape course or a CBD course. Go use whatever product you want. Honestly, I mean, Mm -hmm. that if you truly believe in education, you would never believe in exclusivity and you would never believe that people just have to do what you say is best. I mean, I just believe in people learning more and then making the right decision for them. Like I said, anybody can go make good tape. You know what? Could people go make? I mean, nobody's going to go make um, water-soluble CBD if they're trying to gouge the customer and make a ton of cash. It costs a lot more money to make this. But at the end of the day, it's the right thing to be doing right now. So I feel um, really good about it. I don't think anybody has very many original ideas. and And I think that presenting education is a way to empower people. I think businesses grow when you focus on that. That's, okay. that's my jam.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm interested. I think you got to do a study here. here here's my thought. You get a hundred yeah. people, yep. run them all through the FMS, take roughly yes. half of them, start something yes. with CBD for 30 days and then run them through yep. the 30, uh, FMS after 30. I'd just be interested in what the, what the outcomes would be because when you talk about the chronic inflammation and if they start get, you know, I think their improvement would be multifactorial, but if they start sleeping a little bit better, a little bit deeper, yeah. a little bit longer, um, general inflammation goes down, you're going to see a one C levels go down. If there's not as much inflammation, you're going to see better digestion. You're going to see all these things. And then, you know, as we like, we always think that, Oh, if you have a low score on the FMS, that's a movement problem. But at
1: what at if it's a sleep
0: 20, problem? 25% of it has to be just an inflammation problem right? Absolutely. Yep. So what would that mean? Anyways. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I think that'd be, I
1: love that. That conversation goes very circular because nobody really knows, you know, where it all starts, but all we all Mm -hmm. know and agree on is that it's so interconnected. Inflammation, sleep, movement, it's, you know, it's all connected.
0: Yeah, it is. Awesome. So, well, um, speaking of connecting, if you don't mind me jumping in, uh, if you are interested in connecting with your patients, check out clinicgymconnect.com because they're the sponsor of this podcast. And we developed that software so that you can connect with your patients, the way they connect to people, which is just like there are certain sterols and do I say the word? Can, how do cannabinoids. I say Cann- cannabinoids. Cannabinoids. Yeah. Um, that, that work, text messaging works for our patients. And you can tell because they're doing it with all their loved ones every single day. So instead of playing the email jail game, uh, don't get stuck there, connect through text messaging. It works better. We can also run automations, collect information faster, and end up with a much better business model all through connecting. The three biggest pillars in patient care are accurate diagnosis, great treatment skills, and the third thing is great communication. If you can't communicate with your people, there's no way your business will grow nearly as fast. So if you're interested in connecting Go to clinicgymconnect.com and see what our software can do. So, Allison, uh, yes, join Fringe. Now, I know it's it's a lot of education. It's some product, yeah. and what do you see in the next two years for you guys? What are you trying to build?
1: Um, I'm trying to build a platform that essentially um, reminds people that much of the medicine that we need is within us and around us. So Mm. you'll see us building out education on our platform centered around breathing and movement and, and that Mm. sort of stuff. But you will see that um, in the world of plant-based medicine and CBD, especially that um, our goal is to become a content resource for consumers and medical practitioners. So you guys will see, and I can promise this a ton of education content coming down the pipeline and you'll probably see us do three sixties on what we're making and why we're making it just based on the information Mm -hmm. that comes our way. So lots of change. That's what I can
0: promise. Well, it's, it's interesting how these, these situations go. I mean, I live in Las Vegas and Nevada a few years ago passed the recreational marijuana use, right? Yep. And so what happened with that? Well, it went from unregulated to regulated and what happened with that? The interesting thing was when they opened up, I think there were like 25 licenses for Las Vegas area for um, uh, resellers. Who applied was the biggest business minds in our area because they kind of saw that future runway and they said, we want to be part of that once it's regulated. We don't want to be in it when it's not. And, you know, I think what will we think of, like, I think vitamin D is a perfect analogy. Like 20 years ago, nobody really talked about it. And now you almost can't go through, uh, any sort of, no matter who you're reading or talking about, like vitamin D is at the head of the conversation with nutrition and supplementation and it's treated like a panacea, you know, like, Hey, this will fix everything. And it it doesn't, but it does fix a whole lot of stuff in a really easy way. And I like the idea of when you're well balanced or you're, when you have good levels of vitamin D, what does that look like, feel like, and taste like? And it's like, kind of nothing, but a really good version of, yeah. I don't, I can't tell, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and that's not, it, it's kind of not sexy to sell mm-hmm. stasis because mm-hmm. people seek sort of the highs and the lows. But, yeah. um, I think after a year like this, people feeling just well is a pretty sexy thing to sell. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to overpromise. and some people we've had amazing. Um, we've only, I mean, the company's been in business five nine minutes. days now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> five minutes. And, um, and right now it's just about people taking the product and giving feedback. And, you know, it's so funny how many people have sent me their whoop band um, sleep recovery reports. And I'm like, Hey, if your whoop band has That's to tell awesome. you how to, how well you slept and that it's improving with, our products, that's great. But I think it's more impactful for me for people to have 30 days and be like, yeah, I just feel better. You know, I just am managing my days better. I'm that's sleeping great. better at night. Yeah. I'm not hurting as much. And, and yeah. So right. so being just feeling well.
0: I love it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Allison, this has been uh, a great discussion. I'm glad you kind of clarified a lot of things for us because um, you know, it is, intimidating or scary or whatever when we don't understand so I do appreciate the time once again the website is joinfringe.com joinfringe.com and uh, our guest today was Dr. Allison Evans Allison thank you so much for the time today
1: thanks Josh I appreciate it
0: yeah and this is on behalf of Allison this is Dr. Josh Saturday saying go out there maximize your license and live the life you dream of we'll talk to you later Allison thanks Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Clinic Gym Radio. As always, this episode was brought to you by ClinicGymConnect.com. What is Clinic Gym Connect? Well, it is a communication software that allows you to connect with your clients, communicate, market to them, follow up, provide amazing service, and help them fall in love with you even more than they already do. So if you are interested in all those things and people falling in love with you, you should probably check out ClinicGymConnect.com. Once again, that's ClinicGymConnect.com.